Hi, welcome to On The Daily, a podcast about finding the acoustic you. I'm your host, Danielle McCleary. I am a serial optimist and a champion of people who has long been on a search to truly see people and help you peel back all of your layers and become the most acoustic, authentic, and best version of yourself. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, On The Daily family. Welcome back. It's Danielle, your host. Welcome to another episode. Today, we are interviewing my dear friend. Her name is Annie Graft. She is an entrepreneur. She runs her own fitness app called Fit Life Fit Me. She has an apparel company. She has a podcast. You may have heard of it. It's freaking slaying. It's called Let's Get Uncomfy. And today we are talking all about women in business, women in entrepreneurial roles, what that looks like in terms of, you know, when you are your authentic self, what that brings to you in your life and how that adds to the success that you have. She has such a cool story of just like where she was a year ago to where she is now. And we just talked about that journey and what it looked like for her. And she gives some awesome nuggets and tips you know, because if you're sitting there and you're trying to become an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur or really just get out of your own way, uh, Annie is a really good person to help you do that. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. Uh, if you are just joining us, maybe you came here because of Annie. Welcome to On The Daily. I am your host, Danielle. We put out episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Tuesdays are typically interviews. Fridays are solo episodes with me. We call them Unplugged With D. You can click on any episode. They're not in sequential order. So find a title that you like, listen to it, and tell us what you think. If you're not subscribed, if you are a listener and you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't given us a rating, go give us a rating, write us a review, all the things. That's how we grow. That's how we keep bringing this podcast to more people. And as always, thank you so much for your support. I cannot wait for you to hear this episode. This episode is brought to you by the Upstarter Pods Network. Obviously, it takes a village to create a podcast. And if you have a podcast or if you are looking to start a podcast, maybe you just need some coaching and some advice, go check them out. Email chase at upstarterpods.com or you can slide into their DMs at upstarterpods on Instagram. Get your questions answered. Let them know I sent you. Annie Graft, hi. Welcome to On The Daily. How you doing, friend? Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for this. I'm I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited for this. So I start every episode with a clearing, um, which is like anything that you need to clear that like would keep you from being present in this moment. I actually picked this idea up from Lululemon. I worked for Lululemon for a long time and they're really big into like clearing anything before you start your shift. And so I figured I would bring it onto the podcast. So if there's anything that you need to clear before we get started and then I'll clear something and then we'll jump in. I love that. Okay. Wait, do I like say something? Yeah, you can say something. You can tell us anything you need to clear. Like I can go first if you want. Yeah, you go first. (laughs) Show me how it's done. Well, okay. So I'm going to clear that I recently started teaching full-time again. And over the pandemic, I was teaching like nothing. And so going from like nothing to three classes a week to now 11 classes this week, plus like running a business, plus a podcast, plus being a mom. Like I feel like my brain is like a little bit um, on overdrive this week. And so I am trying to find like presence in every moment that I'm in this week, which is I'm a Sagittarius. So it's easier said than done. 
Um, I love that. Okay, I get what we're doing now. Actually, this is so perfect because I was this morning, I was like, I need to like, I need to meditate. Also, if I swear, how do we feel about that? A whole- I love when you swear, you swear all you want. <laughs> okay. I was like, I need, I need to meditate. I need to breathe. I put on some like relaxing music. I'm like, I can't shake this, but I, I'm in the, I'm in the dating world and I'm having this like frustration with this, this man. And I'm like, I don't need <laughs> this energy. So I want to clear that. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to clear this man energy out of my space. Clear, clear the anxiety about that. Cause I don't need that. Don't need that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, especially like you're back in the dating world after like, uh, an engagement. So that's a huge, yeah. that's a huge thing. Right. Yeah. 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 So it's fun. Frustrating. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So I feel like I could talk to you about anything for hours and hours and hours on end. Um, I think one thing I've, I've been like, obviously we've been friends for a while now, but like watching your journey from like military to like full blown female entrepreneur has been like nothing short of pretty amazing. Cause like that doesn't have, that's not just like something that happens to most people. Um, and I would love for you to just like tell that story a little bit and we'll like dive into pockets of it. But like, what is that? What was that journey from military 40, you know, 40 plus hours a week to full blown female entrepreneur doing so many things? Yeah. Oh my God. You said something. I know you didn't say it intentionally, but I just want to say it because it's actually a point that I wanted to make is like, you said, you know, how did that happen? Like, how does that happen? It doesn't happen to most people. And I just wanted Mm -hmm. to say like, it didn't, it didn't happen for me. I, you know, made it, I like created it. Right. So I think like a lot of people sit around and wait for something to happen to them. Um, but it's, it's creating the life that you want to live. Right. And I know that you, you believe that too, and you live that and you are that. So it wasn't, Mm -hmm. I think you just, whatever, but I was like, I think people, you know, sit there and think that like, Oh, I, I want that great life. Like, waiting for the moment that it just makes sense and waiting for, you know, me to be ready. And it's just like, never going to happen if you don't take action and make it happen. And I mean, honestly, essentially that's, that is the start of my journey. I, um, so for everybody who doesn't know me, um, or yeah, everybody who doesn't know me, um, I was in the military. I was in the air force. I graduated from the air force Academy and legitimately day one, stepping on a base, in uniform, 7am, I knew it was not the life for me. (laughs) Like I knew the first moment somebody told me something military, I was just like, nope, nope, um, not for me. And, um, and the funny thing is, is, um, I decided, I knew that if I didn't do something about it, that that's what was going to be my life, that that's what my life would look like in a year in five years in 10 years. Um, and it was just something like, you know, life happens. And so I decided to really take a, an active role in my own life, um, and create the life that I wanted to live at the time. Um, I was already a, um, certified personal trainer. I was doing online coaching at the time. Um, but I, what I, I honestly didn't fully dive into it. I realized that I had a lot of opportunities in my hands, but I hadn't like full force gone for it, 
worked for it, put intention behind it. Um, and so really right away when I decided that the military wasn't for me, I knew that I had to take one of those opportunities and like really decide I wanted to make it happen. Um, and, and that's what I did. So I went full force into um, one of my businesses at first. And then that kind of gave me the excitement and the inspiration to um, start, you know, really go into my fitness training business. And mm-hmm. It just led it to the next thing. And, you know, the biggest thing that I that I tell people and the thing that I stand for the most is like, and the thing I think I've done right to get me to where I am today is I don't wait around for like the right moment. Um, I think when I have an idea, I jump on it um, and I go for it and I say, you know what? fuck it. Let's go. Let's try Mm -hmm. it because I'm somebody that would so much rather try, learn, fail, fall on my face, get back up, you know, be a better person because of it than, you know, watch somebody else do it and wish I would have, uh, would have tried. So, so yeah, honestly, that, that's kind of led me, that mentality has kind of led me to where I am, which, um, has led me to creating my fitness app, uh, my podcast, apparel brand, um, so many other things that are in the works now too, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, honestly, that's that. It's so funny though, that you say that. Cause I knew that when I, when I said that at the beginning, I knew that you were going to respond that way, which is like how I hoped you would respond. Because if you think about it though, how many people do we come across in our life who go, Oh no, I can't do that. Like they would have said, no, I, I decided I was going to be in the military. So that's what I need to do. And even like you stepping onto the base first day, right? You have at least what, four years on your contract. So in your mind, like that was, that was the next, you know, at least foreseeable future. So to then make that choice to start building something that you could then have when you were done in the military, that is a choice. And I love that you said that. Um, and then obviously you have a podcast. It's, a very successful podcast. Let's get uncomfy. If you guys have not listened to it, you absolutely should. My favorite thing about her podcast is that there are so many episodes which are so like short little nugget sound bites that like if you just need someone to kick your ass a little bit and remind you like in other words like who the fuck you are, go listen to her podcast. But it's called Let's Get Uncomfy. So I want to hear like why that podcast, why that title, what does that have to do with like who Annie is? Okay, so the crazy story about this podcast actually is I wanted to start a podcast for about 18 months before I actually started the podcast. And like, I guess this is one of the things that I didn't just jump on. I knew that I knew that I was going to have a podcast, but I, I would, I kept telling myself like, eh, like I'm just so busy in these other things. And eh, like, I really want it to be perfect when I do it, you know, all these, whatever, these lies, this narrative I was telling myself, um, 18 months later, I was at, like one of the lowest points of my life, um, for a little context for everybody listening, um, launched my podcast. The, it was like the last week of July, um, slash first week of August, kind of that time frame. I was recording all the episodes. A year ago, right? Yeah. A year ago. And I was in one of the lowest moments. I was in a situation. I was engaged. I was literally like three weeks from my wedding and, I was so scared because I knew that it wasn't something I wanted to do, Mm. but it it was the thing that made sense. Like I had been with this person for five years. Um, I'd spent, you know, 
a year and a half planning the wedding, um, loved his family. It just made sense. Like it would be a stable thing. I was telling myself all these things, but at the end of the day, like I wasn't happy. And so it's so funny to me looking back, um, at this whole this whole, the whole birth of my podcast. Cause I think I really truly started it to tell myself I had to do the uncomfy thing. I had to leave. I had to get up and freaking go. Um, and it's so funny. I look, listen back at the first few episodes and I literally am preaching at myself. And I actually said that in <laughs> one of the episodes, I'm like, you know what guys, I'm just like you, this is most of the time. If I'm talking about something, it's because it's on my heart and it's something I'm personally going through. And it, that was very true. Nobody knew it at the time. And, and honestly, it took a really long time for me to even be comfortable talking about it. But, um, I created the podcast in that moment. And when of like my darkest, like hardest times. And truthfully, it's, it's just been one of the best things. Um, it is now, yeah, I think we were at about 300,000 downloads. I get messages. Honestly, the biggest thing for me is just seeing how, you know, the words I'm putting out there, the guests I bring on, the message is really impacting people to make a real change in their life, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, I mean, the whole concept behind the podcast is, um, getting uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely. Um, it's the whole idea that like, you know, you can, you can live your best life. You can be so fucking happy and love your life and wake up every day proud of, you know, what you're doing, but it, it might not be the most comfortable thing and getting there probably is not going to be in your comfort zone. It's like, you know, your comfort zone is this, is, is the circle and you know, your best life is like miles and miles out here. But that's essentially that's that's how it came to be. Um, the name was actually the first name I ever wrote down. I was like brainstorming names. Let's get uncomfy was the first thing, and I was like, nah, let, let's keep brainstorming. And I just kept going back to that first one, and I'm like, that that's it. Like that's it. Yeah, it's so interesting because I think like we are taught as humans, right? Like we're taught to live a life that aims to make other people comfortable. Like that's. Literally what we're taught as humans is do whatever you do in this life, make sure that it doesn't make other people uncomfortable. And I, I agree with you. I think there was like a point in my life too, where I, uh, like a light went off. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is that? What is that narrative? Why do we do that? Why? Because it's true. If you're going to live a life of full authenticity and who you are, you're, you're going to undoubtedly without any questions asked, make someone else uncomfortable. And that's okay. And you're going to make yourself uncomfortable in the process of finding that person, whoever that person is. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly like this last year, the last year of the podcast, the last year of growth for me has been the most transformational time of my life. I mean, starting businesses, failing at businesses, succeeding beyond what I ever thought I would be in businesses and do it like that changed me in a way. But this Mm -hmm. last year, I think really taking that dive and and leaving this relationship, leaving an engagement three weeks before my wedding, I think that was the point where I was like, my best life is not going to be through the comfortable decision. Um, And kind of just what you said, but the funny thing is like, and you can probably attest this too, is like, once you do the first uncomfortable thing and you're like, okay, like that's uncomfortable. There might be emotions that wrap into that, but you're like, Mm -hmm. 
I feel lit, like I feel calm. I feel peace. I feel like something's right. It makes yeah. the next de- decision, that next uncomfy decision, that much easier. And the more and more and more, I call it following your heart text. The more and more you do yeah. it, the more it's going to be sec- second nature, right? So you're not yeah. going to yourself. You're not going to question if that's how you have to show up, right? Like the more and more that you listen to your intuition, your gut, your heart tug, whatever you want to call that, the easier it's going to be to fall in line with, you know, your true authentic self. Um, and that's kind of what I've learned the last year, honestly. What are your, like, what is the most, when Annie is her most authentic self, what is that? What is like Annie's yeah, most authentic Yeah, I'm like the definition of an extrovert. So I get energy being around people. Like I really, I feel that. I love people. I love talking, connecting, all that sort of thing. Um, but the other thing about what makes me so happy and makes me feel the most me is creating creating anything. Honestly, I'm like, I'm honestly a super artistic person. Um, I love writing. I love drawing. I love um, creating. I think that's when I feel the best creating content. You know, that's kind of how I built, you know, a lot of what I've done is creating content, creating things that are going to impact people, help people creating the podcast, right? So I just love, I love creating um, and imagining things and then making it come to life. I don't know if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I love that. That's that's a little bit honestly. Those those are two things that I think are I've realized just make me so happy. And are you living in that right now in your life? I am. I really am. Honestly, I um I was just telling somebody the other day. Like I look back because it's about hitting a year a year from my life flipping 180 degrees and like looking back. I I'm a big journaler. Um, I journal every morning and I can look back at that. So looking back at journals that I wrote a year ago, I don't think I ever thought this happiness existed and this sense of like inner peace and like inner, like I'm okay with all of myself. Like Mm. I'm, I'm not as much as I love being around people. Like I love who I am and that gives me confidence to show up as her. And I I did not have that a year ago. A year ago, I was somebody that would walk in a room and kind of see, I'm a Gemini. So it's like, see who's around me. Okay. Okay. I'm going to be like that. I'm going to be like that, you know? Um, All right. All right. What, what vibe do they need? Oh, they need a funny person. All right. I'll be the funny person. Oh, they need a really inspiring person. I'll be the inspiring person. Oh, they need like, I can just, I would just morph. And now I, I finally have found like really what makes me feel like me and I can constantly show up as her. And, um, and honestly, like the crazy thing, I mean, this, it, I think this fits perfectly into that is I have made friends here in Dallas that I know are going to be my forever friends because I finally found who I am, meaning that I can attract the right people to me because uh. before I was attracting such flippant people, like just people that in that moment served a purpose for, for that version of Annie, but that wasn't, the, that wasn't the real me, you know? Um, yeah. and so when you show up authentically, you get to attract those authentic relationships. And I don't, that's just been like, honestly, such a beautiful thing also for me. And you recently just moved to Dallas. Yeah. Um, it'll, it's, <laughs> actually been six months now. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know. And you're like training again. I mean, it's just so interesting. I want to know your thoughts on like female entrepreneur 
entrepreneurship. Wow. Say that 10 times fast. I want to know your thoughts on that. Cause I think it's a taboo subject. Obviously it's a taboo subject. So many people have a hard time with like women in business in general and women who like put themselves first over their families in general. So I would love to know, like, what are your thoughts on if somebody's watching this, which or what listening to this, which they are, and they're saying, what do I do? Like, how do I become an entrepreneur? How does that just happen? Like, what's your thoughts there? It's just the song, when you're ready, come and get it. Nah, nah, nah. Um, but <laughs> seriously. Um, okay. My biggest thing, and this is what I always tell people. If you're like looking, if you're like, I just feel like the entrepreneur life, um, being, being in business, I want to create something, you know, I want to um, do that sort of thing. What I would say is start with what do you love doing right now? Whatever that is, right? I think the biggest mistake people make when they get started in business is looking at somebody that they look up to and thinking they have to do the exact thing thing that they're doing, right? Um, We're all so different. And the beauty is like, like truthfully, if your heart and your soul is not happy with what you're doing, whether it's entrepreneurship or a nine to five or whatever else, the side thing, um, you're, you're not going to feel fulfilled and you're going to get to a point where it's draining burnout. That's not fun. Right. So I always tell people, you know, start with right now, what do you love doing? What makes you feel happy? Right. Like, is it creating those little, um, pom-pom earrings? I, I just saw a girl on TikTok making pom-pom earrings and she's fucking blowing shit up. She's doing great. She's You're like, kill it, it girl. Right? Kill it um, your pom-poms. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting some pom-pom earrings. I don't know if I can rock them, but I'll support you for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, fitness or health, or it doesn't have to be coaching, right? You know, there's so many opportunities out there to make money and to impact people and to change lives, you know, but it's going to start with, you know, how do you need to show up? What impact can you make um, right now? And then the next thing is that first thing that you start with most likely is not going to be your end game, right? So it's that acceptance that pivoting is going to happen. I think the other thing that, you know, people make the mistake of is starting something and thinking, well, I started this, I have to do it, right? Like I went to the Air Force Academy and majored in English. And like, if I would have been like, oh, I I have to be an Air Force officer. And, you know, I guess a lot of English majors go back and they teach English at the Air Force Academy. I guess that's just my route. Like I would be so unhappy, right? So the thing is, is like, whatever you start with, you know, that might be the thing that leads you to the next thing. Um, starting my, uh, starting my fitness business, you know, my one-on-one coaching I was doing back honestly in college that led me to my apparel business. And I did that for a little bit, loved it, realized though, you know, I originally had some big goals for it, realized eh, honestly, not really what I want to do. And you know, that led me to the next thing, which led me to the next thing. And then I created an app and then, you know, so like, you pivot and you move and you kind of, you have to go with the flow. I think entrepreneurship is forever changing. And if you can change with it, you know, pivot, move, um, that's going to be a strength. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I, I think too, there's, there's like a difference between entrepreneurship and intrapreneurship, you know, like obviously there's a lot of like network marketers that listen to our podcasts and like network marketing is a great intrapreneurship business. Then it's like, so where can you, where can you grow from there? And like, you nailed it, like find something that you love and let that be your starting point and then see 
where else your life can go because it's at the end of the day, whether it ends up being the forever thing or not, it still got you one step closer than it would have had you not started it in the first place. Yeah. And most likely you're going to learn something. That's the biggest thing is like, if you understand that like every step, every step is not meant to be your, you know, you're like running through the, you know, the finishing ribbon moment. Like mm-hmm. every step is not going to be that, you know, gold trophy, whatever. It's if you just realize that every step is just a, a lesson and a learning point, you're going to mm-hmm. be so honestly, it's going to take a lot of stress and anxiety off you because you're going to be easier on yourself. You'll be like, you know what? Yes. Did I fail? Um, I have actually a little bit of a story. One of my launches for my apparel, my apparel line. So I, I launched an apparel line for fit life fit me. And, um, my first few launches blew out the water. We sold out within the first like 24 hours. Oh, wow. So I launched another, thing, um, and it did not, And it was like so bad. And um, if I would have sat there and been like, all right, well, the end, the end, you know, that wasn't the last thing that we launched, you know, but if I would have sat there and let that, you know, poo poo that get me down, then I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have been able to take away a learning point from that. But what I realized, I learned so much from that. Um, We learned so many, my team that we're, you know, we kind of came back, we said, okay, Hey, that didn't work. What do we learn? What are we going to do better next time? Hey, and then that's where ideas come. Ideas come from failure. Ideas come from falling on your face and realizing, Hey, that didn't work. Um, but what, what are we going to do better next time? So if every step you're kind of like letting yourself do that, um, you know, I think that's an important part of entrepreneurship as well. Yeah. There's a quote. <laughs> it's from Taylor Swift, actually random. Uh, she, yeah, it's so crazy. Anyway, she said, she said, there's no such thing like failing does not make you a failure. It makes you wiser to fail next time. And mm. I've always, yeah, I've always thought that. I mean, and one, you know, I've always gotten questions from people like, cause I, obviously I teach at SoulCycle. Like I run a network marketing business. I have a podcast. Like I do all these things. I do public speaking, you know, all these other, all these things. And people always go, what's like the end game? Like, I don't like, what's, what are you, why are you still, you have some, this, this is a great job. Why are you looking for something else? And my answer to that has always been because none of this has ever been the end game. You know, like, like I don't want to just ride a bike that doesn't go anywhere for the rest of my life and have that be it. I love what I do there. And I've, it's opened up a lot of doors for me. And I, you know, I don't want to just like only do a network marketing business for the rest of my life because that is not the end game. Like it's, it's, you take, like you nailed it. You take pieces from things and you know, you keep them maybe and you expand or you let things fall off and then you build new things. And I think that's just like the essence of entrepreneurship is just this idea that you don't have to just be in one corner, in one lane, in one box. Like, in fact, I always tell people don't be in one lane and one box, be in as many boxes or no boxes as possible and just like see where, see where you land, you know, I want to know like what your five-year goal Uh is. Like what, where do you see yourself in like, and you're a Gemini, so you're going to, you hate this question because my fiance is a Gemini and she hates this question. Like five-year plan. What is it? I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. Um, like honestly, like legitimately my life has changed so much. I used to have five-year goals. I used to have 10-year goals. I, I did 
honestly, now my life has changed so much in the last year. Mm -hmm. Once I removed expectations of myself, I removed like a lot of uh, very surface level goals, things that I realized like weren't really cool. They were cool to talk about, but they weren't making me feel, you know, me and happy and fulfilled. So, you know, once I removed those expectations, cause I'm somebody that like, when I set a goal, it's like, that's, that's sentence that's happening, whether or not it's making me happy, I'm just going to do it to say I did it check mark. And then after that, I can go figure out what the next thing is. Right. So I realized yeah. that a lot of that grind, 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 like it wasn't, it wasn't it for me. So, um, this last year, I really have kind of just removed expectations of myself and just, allow myself, this is actually something I'm, I'm working with my therapist on, um, is living, like being okay in the moment and not like stressing or thinking about the future or having anxiety about the past or wondering or wishing you can change things or whatever. But like, just literally in this moment, you know, are, am I happy? No. Okay. What, what would make me happy? You know, what, how do I feel? Where do I go from here? Right. Um, back to your question, five-year goal, truthfully, I, um, I just want to be surrounded by people that I love and that love me. Um, I want to be, I want to be so happy, authentically me. This is also fluffy. Um, I want to be making an impact in a really big way. I see myself, I don't really know how I see myself on stages. I see myself really making an impact in this world beyond what I've already, I feel like I've already made, but, and yeah, I don't that's such a hard question. It is a hard question. I I love a question about that, but I'm again Sagittarius. Like I can be like, oh yes, I have a five year goal. I have a ten year goal. Do you want to know my 25, 26 and a half year goal? I'll tell you that too. But, I mean, you know what I love though, Annie, is like I would imagine if I would have asked you this question a year ago, two years ago, your answer would have been like, I want this and I want this and I want this and I want this. And like, how does that feel to now be sitting where you are now and go, you know? just more of what I'm like more of what I'm doing. Like, how does that feel? Is that a liberating feeling? It's, it's freeing. Honestly, I think back to what you said, it, you said something in the beginning where you're like, you know, we live in a world where like, we just want to make people happy and we just want to make other people feel good. And like, we kind of want to exist in that little bubble. I mm -hmm. feel like that's, that's almost what I was doing um, for a while where I was like, Oh, well, these are the goals that are expected of me. And these are the goals that kind of that other people have. So like I'm an overachiever and everything. So I'm going to like have a similar goal, but just like level up that goal. Um, and, and that's going to be my goal. And that's what I'm going to do um, to be able to really like sit with myself and, and say, like say all those fluffy things. I think like I, you know, being in the military being a very like all or nothing per like a very intense I'm an intense person <laughs> um I think it's it's freeing to just be able to say like you know what I don't know and I'm okay with whatever comes my way um I'm gonna accept what's for me and walk away from what's not for me and whatever <laughs> wherever that leads me is where I'll be, I guess. Um, oh, traveling. I want to do a shit ton of that. I guess that's actually, that's probably the most tangible goal that I have within the next five years. I just turned 26. So um, my goal is to hit 50 countries before I'm 30. I'm at 23 right now. So we got to get a hustle. These COVID restrictions, they got to get lifted because your girl's got places to be. <laughs> they got to go. <laughs> and he's got to travel. Go. And he's got like 23 <laughs> countries to visit in four years, y'all. We got to lift these. 
We gotta go. We gotta go. I love that. I think it's so awesome. I, I, I don't know. I think that, I think we put so much pressure on ourselves and I've been here where I'm like, oh no, I have to do this and I have to be this person and I have to show up as this person for these people. Otherwise I'm not fulfilling something, but that's when you lose the authenticity of your own life, you know? And would you say that by becoming the more like the most authentic version of you that has added to your success in the last year? Yeah. Success in different ways. Like it's crazy the things that have like popped off that I'm like, I don't feel like I'm forcing, like I'm not Mm. like forcing it to happen and it's happening, but it's like, I'm leaning back and this is getting into like almost the discussion of another thing I talked with about, uh, talk about with my therapist is masculine energy versus feminine energy. And I've been able to slip into back into my feminine energy for the first time in a long, in a really long time. Um, and it's like, things are coming to me, right? Like I'm not mm-hmm. sprinting and grasping and pulling and forcing things to happen in my life. It's almost like I am me. And like I kind of said, it's like the things that are meant for me, the things that are meant to pop off and succeed and, you know, go well in my life and come towards me, the opportunities that are, you know, making their way towards me, like they're meant for me and I'm not, I'm not forcing it. So it feels really good. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's, it's rushed or like it needs to be anything that it's not. Right. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. And it's one, like, I remember when I was going, I was like, I was like in the middle of my divorce at some point. Cause I, I I know most of you who listen to this show, like, you know, this, but I got married when I was 20. I got divorced when I was like 20. I, well, we separated when I was like 25. Uh, I met Owen's dad. We fell in love. We had Owen. We broke up. Now I'm with Breezy. Like it's just been this like long evolution. But somewhere during the divorce from my high school sweetheart, I had this moment where I went, I am working too hard to attract the things that I think I want. And that is a horrible feeling. I'm yeah. working too hard at that. Do you know what that feels like? You know that feeling, right? Like you feel yeah. like I shouldn't have to work this hard for things that I think I want. And then you ha- wake up one day and you go, no, it's just because I don't want this. <laughs> Do I really want this? Right. Oh right. my God. Yes. I know that feeling. I know that feeling all too well. Yeah. You don't have to, it, like it, the, you, I feel like the universe, God, whoever you believe in, like it's going to tell you pretty loud and clear if something is meant for you. And if you choose not to listen to that tug, that heart tug that you talk about, that's right. on you, but it's going to be an uphill battle. It's going mm-hmm. to feel whether it's your business, whether it's your relationships, whether it's your health, like, I mean, people, I I see the same thing with people that try to adopt different diets, right? You're like, if you feel like you are constantly on an uphill sled push and nothing ever gets easier and nothing ever lets up, maybe it's time to like, listen and go, maybe this isn't for me. Yes. Like life doesn't have to be hard. Like it it doesn't have to be hard. Like challenging, you know, like, are you going to challenge yourself? Yes. That's different than it hard. And I think like, we know internally, like, you know, the difference, you know, like, this is a challenge, but this is meant for me. Mm-hmm. And you know, when it's like, yo, dude, this is fucking, this is just fucking hard. This is exhausting. Yeah. I'm burnt out, you know? Yeah. Then you get like addicted to that feeling of it being hard because you've, you've been in that mindset for so long that you think that's what you deserve. That's what you need. That's what, that's how you function. And to break yeah. up with that pattern is also 
liberating. It's hard and it's uncomfy, as you would say, but it's it's worth it. It's worth yeah. it because you shouldn't have to wake up every day and be like, wow, like this is hard. And you know, it's it's interesting because kind of going back to what you were saying about when every time you make a decision and it's an uncomfy one, you get better at making uncomfy decisions. I also then run on the line of I get so comfortable being uncomfortable that then when something comes into my life that's stable and actually like Breezy is the perfect example of this. Like I, she is like the perfect person for me and we, our relationship is so it's easy, you know, and like we've had our challenges and of course, but like, it's an easy relationship. And my initial reaction to that was, Oh no, I can't have it then because it's not uncomfortable. It feels comfortable and that must not be good. So like I'll caution people out there and you can totally add on to this. Like, yes, make uncomfortable decisions and know when something comes into your life that doesn't have to be uncomfortable. Right. It's the whole thing of like accepting what's meant for you. And like the, the ease, the ease of things, um, versus, you know, getting uncomfy. I think the idea, the difference there is like, do the uncomfy thing because it's going to grow you, right? It's going to, you're going to challenge yourself. You're going to work for it, right? You're going to, you're going to grow in the process there, but there's also things that are, that are just meant to come to you that, Mm -hmm. you know, are meant for you. And they're meant to just be easy because, they're for you, right? Well, and they're the things you've prayed for. They're the things that you've probably been praying and manifesting for forever. And now you're finally being granted them because you've become an authentic version of yourself who's able to receive. So don't, don't deny those gifts when they come and knock. Oh my God. I have a story. Okay. I have a story that goes with that really quickly. When I was getting out of the air force, so I had a five-year commitment. I only served two and a half years. Like I said, the day I got started, the first day, I knew it wasn't for me. So I knew I was like on a mission to figure out how to get out early. Like I was like, I am not, I'm not doing five years. I know that for sure. I don't know how. And I, everybody, every single person I talked to told me that's not, girl, that's not possible. Like it's not, it's literally not possible. We've tried. There's plenty of people that hate the Air Force. Yeah, just do your time. Get out at five years. Five years isn't that long of a time. Like, come on, deal with it. Whatever, whatever. So what? It sucks. Uh, life sucks. You, you know, you, you just let it happen. I'm like, okay, no. I was like, so I worked so. Like, first of all, <laughs> yeah, I worked so hard for for lit- legitimately two years, two and a half years to figure out how to get out of the air force. I tried every which way I spent my time researching. Anyway, a lot of hard work that finally one day when I, (laughs) I got the answer, this, this is just so wild. I wrote, my goal was to be out by 2020. Um, I wrote the day, the last day before Christmas, it was like the Friday before Christmas. I wrote my planner last day in the air force. Y'all, there there was nothing brewing. Like it, this was like October, I think. Um, so it's like December, November, December. <laughs> People told me I couldn't get out in five years. So if you guys are paying attention to the timeline, what would make me think I could get out in two months? <laughs> um, I wrote that in my journal. And again, still me trying to get out, trying to get out. One day I met with this guy, which ended up being my biggest freaking liaison person that was just rooting for me. Right. And I got the words, yeah, you can be out in 30 days. 
And I got that answer and I legitimately, I was like, no, 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 no. Like what? No. Like I legitimately did not believe it. I told myself like, I'm like, I'm not giving my hopes up. I'm not going to like, like pretend that's real. Cause I'm just going to get let down. Right. But like something I've been like literally working for for so long, finally just like fell in my lap. And that's it. Literally, like legitimately that last day I wrote in my calendar was my last day in the military. Oh no shit. That's cool. Uh, like actually the weirdest thing I remember like the weirdest thing ever. Um, but anyway, like what I was just trying to say is like, you know, you can work hard for something and then when it falls in your lap, it's like the acceptance of that. It's the, okay, no, this is, I deserve this. It's not, Oh, you know, like, no, I have to keep working hard or whatever, whatever, but understanding that like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it is wild. It's wild because it's like, I think this just says what we've been saying this whole time. Like if you, the more authentic of a human being and the more aligned with your own values and your own heart you become, the more gifts you receive, the more success you find in so many different areas of your life. And I think like you are a living, breathing proof of that and how awesome, right? Cause now you get to then share that with others and you get to give that gift away. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. Um, okay. Well, you're amazing. And I cannot thank you enough for you coming on here. I'm almost done with you. First, I want you to plug yourself. I want you to tell everybody where they can find you. Um, you know, just in case there's somebody on here that hasn't heard of you. Um, and then we're going to play a game. So go ahead and plug, plug yourself. Okay. Um, so my podcast is Let's Get Uncomfy. You can search out on wherever you listen to your podcasts. On Instagram, mostly at It's Annie Graft. So literally like the it's is a part of the username. So at It's Annie Graft. And from there, you can pretty much find everything else. So We will put all of these things in our show notes as well. So if you're listening to this and you want to like go find it and see it written out, you can look in our show notes. Um, okay. We're going to play a game. And you're a Gemini, so you probably won't like this game, but we'll see. Um, It's called Quick Fire. You have one minute. I ask you as many questions, and they are like yes or no, this or that, like quick answers. You cannot explain your answer at all. How do you feel? Okay. Ah, Scared. I'm sweating. (laughs) Okay. it'll It'll be painless. Don't worry. Okay. You ready? Yeah. One minute. Here we go. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Dream vacation? Bali. Best advice you've ever been given? Just do it. Where, if you're getting on a plane right now, where are you going? Back, honestly, back to Greece is the first thing that comes to my mind. Favorite food? Throw yeah. Favorite article of clothing you own? Oh, I have this red top that I wore actually this past weekend. It's like this tie. It's a very low V crop. Red looks great on my it's like this color that my nails are. Mm, love it. <laughs> um best book you've read read. Ooh. I'm re- it's not it's not a growth book. Sorry. Um it's called Lies, Lies, Lies. It's a fiction book. But I try to do a, like a growth and a fiction book at the same time. And last question. Um you're going to a deserted island and you can take three things with you or people. What are they? <sighs> three things. My phone. Uh, I'm probably going to drag my mom along and can I bring both my dogs as one compact? Okay. Mom, phone, dogs. (laughs) 
deserted island. Here we come. (laughs) What else do we need? I always say my answer to that is always like, I'm going to bring sunscreen. I'm going to bring tequila and I'm going to bring a boat because like, I'm not staying on the island. (laughs) Okay. If I have a moment to think about it, why? I said that one time though. Somebody asked me that question like really fast. And I was like, a boat because I'm leaving. And they were like, that was a great answer. I was like, yeah, it was a great fucking answer. I can call. Do I have service? Right, like no charger, but like I'm bringing my phone. Don't worry. Um, Annie Graft, I love you. I adore you. I, I mean, every conversation we have is just so awesome. And um, I guess I'll be seeing you soon, right? Yeah, I'm seeing you in August. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. You light me up. This like you know rejuvenates me. So thank you for having me. Ditto, friend. I'll talk to you soon. Alrighty, bye. Y'all, two words: almond cow. If you haven't heard of it, where have you been? It's all over Instagram. It is the at-home nut milk maker that literally you press a button, easy cleanup. It takes two minutes and you have your own homemade nut milk. You can literally put any nut you want in there. It will just blend it right up and there's no added ingredients, obviously, because you make it yourself. We are obsessed with ours. We use it every single day. And if you want one, you can use my code. There's an affiliate link in our show notes, or you can go to Almond Cow's website and then use Danielle15 at checkout. That's Danielle15. Enjoy. My favorite thing about Annie is that we are both eight wing seven on the Enneagrams. So we're very much people of like, I'm going to do this, like the outsider, the nonconformist, the person that will just kind of make decisions. And she is every part of that. I, uh, obviously I work in network marketing and her and I both work for the same, uh, work with the same network marketing company. And when I first saw her, I was in the back of an auditorium, like in the nosebleed section. And she was on stage receiving this awesome award. And I was like, I need to know that girl. I need to be like that girl. I need to learn everything I can from that girl. And since then her and I have become very good friends. And we share this idea that like, you don't have to pigeonhole yourself into one thing and you can have things that are for you. And then they end up not being for you. And you can, you know, have lots of things that are for you at one time. And so I hope that you gain something from that episode. I hope that you feel a little bit more free to just start to become whoever you are and not focus so hard on who you think you should be based on everyone's expectations. So Annie, thank you again for coming on. I adore you. I think you're amazing. Uh, On The Daily Family, we will be back on Friday with an unplugged episode. If you haven't gone back and listened to some of the episodes in the last few weeks, we've had some really awesome ones uh, lately. So go back and listen. Make sure you're subscribed. If you don't follow me on Instagram, um, you can find me at Danielle underscore on the daily. You can find the podcast at on the daily pod. If you want to connect with Annie, it's at it's Annie Graft. And uh, we hope that we see you soon. Have a great day.